testify to the dead bones. Amen. Thank God for that passage in Ezekiel. Everyone stand. Hallelujah. There's some dead bones that need to live. Do you hear what I said? There's some dead bones that need to live. Hallelujah. I want you to find your Bibles and turn to Joshua chapter 1. Everyone turning to Joshua chapter 1. Thank you, worship team. Joshua chapter 1. We'll begin reading with verse 5. Hallelujah. Let's lift up a hallelujah to the Lord. Well, that was pretty good. <laughs> hallelujah. Hosanna in the highest. Master, Redeemer, you are good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's been better to us than we deserve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to get into the Word in just a moment. Hallelujah. I declare the blood of Jesus over this service the power of the blood, the authority of the blood, the precious blood of Jesus. Amen, amen. All right. Joshua chapter 1, we'll begin reading with verse 5. Has everybody found it? Come on, I want you to find it in the Scriptures. I want you to be there with me right now. Verse 5 says, there shall not be any man able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor will I forsake thee. Isn't that a good word from God? Amen. Amen. When you're about to embark on something, you, sometimes you just need God to reaffirm some things in your life. Verse 6, be strong. And of a good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Be strong. Be very courageous. Wow. He's repeating himself. How many parents ever have to repeat yourself to your children? God's repeating himself to us. Be strong. Somebody needs this word tonight. Be courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Don't turn to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper. God is setting us up right here. He's showing how he's going to prosper people. Amen. If some things aren't working, you need to go back to this word. He's showing us how he's going to prosper his people. Don't turn to the left. Don't turn to the right. Observe the book of the law, verse 8 says, it shall not depart where? It's got to be in our mouth. We need to get some other things out of our mouth and we need to start speaking the word of the Lord in our mouth. Amen. God's going to honor his word. It says it shall not depart out of your mouth, but you'll meditate day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein for then. So if they observe the word, if they meditate on the word, if they speak the word, friends, I'm showing you a biblical principle that's so important to every one of us today. The word of God's got to be in your heart and it's got to come out through your lips. You got to meditate on it day and night. 
Night and day, as that song says, you'll have good success. One more verse, verse 9. Have I not commanded thee? Here he says it again. Parent to his children. Be strong. Be courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with you wherever you go. You may be seated. Keep your Bibles open. The change of leadership has just taken place. In chapter 4 of Deuteronomy, verse 10, Moses passes from this life. We have his death, his burial, in verse 5 of the previous book, chapter 34. Moses was a strong leader. Moses had an opportunity to meet God in some very wonderful settings and to know God. Only when you have transferred from this life to the next life does God's plan and purpose for your life end and he finds a next. As long as there's breath in your body, breath in our bodies, friends, we have a will that God wants to see fulfilled. He has a will for our lives that he wants to see fulfilled. 2021 is about what are we doing for Christ? Did you hear what I said? There's a calling and there are things to be done and too many Christians live by excuses. God is looking for a Joshua generation this year to arise. I believe that. You know, what Joel said, uh, I don't know if he said, I think he said it in the 1045 service. He didn't say this in the early service. But he said, if you can't see the harvest across the ocean, you're not going to see the harvest across the street from your house. There's a harvest everywhere we go, and there's a lost world that needs to be needs to uh, be reached, and we've got to shake off the lethargy as the church, amen? The sleepiness, the excuses. Paul was bit by a venomous viper in Acts 28, verse 5, and he shook it off. You need to shake off some of that sleepiness. You need to shake off some of that lethargy. You need to shake off some of those things that have held you back from doing the will of God, and let's make 2021 a year where we're going to arise and shine for the gospel. Amen? Moses had died. He was a great leader. God gives us leaders and takes us through transition times. And now it was the Joshua generation that was arising. Leaders are needed today to navigate homes and families, to navigate churches. There's nothing more meaningless than a meaningless life in a meaningful hour. And I can't help but say this is the most meaningful hour that we've ever lived in in our lives. And to live a meaningless life in this hour is a tragedy. I believe God has something for the church this year, amen? And the church needs to get its act together this year. Hallelujah. We cannot reach our world with yesterday's mentality or methodology. Pastor Cecil was always trying to keep the church moving forward. And the Joshua generation has got to arise in 2021 and do something for Christ this year. The prayer in the closing verses of the Bible is even so come quickly, Lord Jesus. Well, friends, I wonder if we really want that to happen. When so many indicate they've got family members that are not where they ought to be. And in the year of the pandemic, when I, I looked and saw so many people backsliding, a year, what we experienced last year, should have drove people to their knees and should have drove people to God. 
and I watch people backslide, I watch people lose out with God, I watch people get out of church, and I thought, what are they thinking? This is one of the boldest signs that we've ever seen in our lifetime, that the coming of the Lord is getting near, and the church needs to be awakened in this hour, and we need to keep focused that there's a harvest to be reaped, amen? I want you to look back at chapter one. Verse five, God says he will be with us. I will not fail you. I will not forsake you. Verse six, he says, be strong of a good courage. We're gonna, I'm gonna, you're gonna be used to divide the land. Listen, there's a mission this year. And I really believe, I preached this on New Year's Eve uh, that God put in my heart, there's gonna be some land this year. Maybe for some families in our church, but there's some land. I believe God's got a prophetic word for somebody. Uh, we're gonna inherit some land, amen. Amen, there's some land the church needs and we're, we're calling things in, which be not, amen. But they were gonna have to fight their way to victory. There was still what they had experienced 40 years before, walled cities and giants. A generation had died off in the wilderness. They, they had probably upwards of a million funerals in 40 years. It's estimated between three and four million people and every, every man above 20 had to die off. That generation had to die off because they failed to have faith and go into the promises of God. My friends, it's gonna take faith in 2021 to march into the, the cities of, and lay conquest or, or lay siege to what God has for us. Everything has got to be taken, amen, by faith this year. There's things that God wants us to do. There's places that God wants to see us establish, uh, lighthouses. And I believe there's some powerful things, but everything's gonna take faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God, amen? Those same giants that were present 40 years earlier are still present, and they had to fight some giants. You're never gonna, faith is the economy of heaven, and you're never gonna get anything free after your salvation experience. Your salvation experience is the first free gift of God, but after that, everything's gonna be, you're gonna take it by faith. I'm gonna take a step of faith with God. I'm gonna move by faith. I'm not gonna move by fear, amen? And, and Joshua's about to lead the people in to some times of conquest. There were many battles in the book of Joshua that had to be fought. And every battle had to have the element of faith there. And God Verse six, swore to the fathers, the land. And the fathers died in the wilderness because they failed to possess the land. Listen, you'll die in the wilderness if you fail to possess the promises of God. There are some exceeding great and precious promises to usward, amen? Who will dare to believe? Some need this word for 2021, that God is fighting for you, amen? To be strong, be courageous, that the Lord is on your side. Religion will te teach you to be very comfortable. Religion will make you satisfied with where you are and not doing anything for Christ this year. But listen, if we believe Jesus is coming soon, how can you not serve? How can you not give? How can you not walk into uh, places and know that I'm called to be the light in this area? There's a holy calling on all of our lives this year to make a difference in this generation. Verse seven, they had to get a hold of the word of God, devour the word, 
stay in the word in 2021. I, I honor one of my wife's relatives and uh, her uncle who lives in Moultrie, Georgia is 91 years of age. He has read his Bible completely through over 800 times. Did you hear what I said? How many in this room have read your Bible 800 times? Anyone? 800 times. He is 91. He is the picture of health. He is still working every day, still going every day, but he spends two hours a day reading the Word of God. I'm here to say that God's Word works. God's Word is true. And the devil wants you to spend less time this year when we need to spend more time in God's Word. Your answer's found in this book. Hallelujah. Come on, I want everybody to stand. Y'all are just way too quiet on this Sunday night for this size crowd. I want you to lift your hands and I want to thank God for the Word of the Lord. I, I, I love the Word of God. It is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin it. Come on, let's thank him for his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against God. I'm preaching about the word of the Lord right now. And there ought to be some excitement in this house. Come on, up in that balcony. Come on, let's thank God for his word. <clears throat> Hallelujah. You can be seated. Amen. Your blessings this year are going to come by the book. 3 John verse 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in good health, even as your soul doth prosper. Verse 8 says, Don't let the book of the law depart out of your mouth, but meditate in it day and night. Friends, that's why we're here on a Sunday night. It's because we're meditating in the Word of God. We're looking into what Joshua is receiving, the download that he's receiving from God, and we're realizing how important it is to stay in the Word of God. Not one of us in this room are in this book enough or too much. We all need more of God's Word. What, what did, I was listening to a podcast today by Jensen Franklin uh, this afternoon, and he was talking about how Jesus refuted the devil quoting the Word of God. You don't have enough ammunition in uh, anywhere, in any, any arsenal that you have to defeat the devil unless you're using the Word of God. Pastor, you don't know how many guns I have. You know, well, listen, I, I'm telling you they're not going to do one bit of good against the devil. You better have the gospel gun, amen. You better have the Word of God in your life. It is the Word of God that's going to help you to be victorious in life, amen. Hallelujah. Isaiah 41, verse 10, God says the very same thing. I, I, it's a mirror verse. I, I love this. The prophet Isaiah, in chapter 41, 10, writes the very same thing that God has said to Joshua. Be strong. Be courageous. Don't fear. For the Lord is upholding you. The Lord is your strength. In fact, in Isaiah 41, he says, I'll my righteous right hand is going to uphold you. And that was the Lord, amen, the pre-incarnate Christ. The Lord is with thee, verse nine of Joshua chapter one. I'm thankful that entering this year, this new year, we know that God is with us, hallelujah. 
And those are the promises I want us to possess. I want you to go to Acts chapter one now. I want us to possess some things about the Spirit this year. Because friends, we need the move of the Spirit. I made a statement Wednesday night, and I want to pick up right there. Wednesday night, that the Holy Spirit is a gentle dove of heaven. He can be insulted. He can be despised. He can be quenched. Or he can be welcomed. I want you to lift your hands and let's welcome the Holy Spirit right now. This is a promise I want us to possess this year. Come on, let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Online, come on, welcome the Holy Spirit right now. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome, sweet Spirit. I watched a dove this week. In fact, it was after Wednesday night. And uh, I, I watched it light in a tree near where I was standing. And I got ever so still because I know that a, a dove can be spooked very easily. And the dove was the symbol of the Holy Spirit. And I watched that dove as it looked around and I thought we have to be ever so gentle not to promote ourselves, not to push ourselves. sometimes to be very still in his presence and to wait. But the Holy Spirit wants to anoint us. The Holy Spirit wants to endue us. Acts chapter one verse eight says, ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me both in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Friends, the reason that this world is not being reached is because the church has not taken this verse to heart. We have not allowed this verse to transform us into a missional, our prayer focus this morning and and the, the services this morning was to be a missional people. And that's got to happen as we go out into the, our walks of life. I, I look for opportunities to pray with people. And, and if you will make yourself available, I'm telling you, there are so many opportunities that people will just say, sure, pray with me. And whether it's in a restaurant or whether it's in a hospital, whether it's a nurse, a doctor, I'm telling you, there are opportunities to minister to people because there's a lost world and they've lost their focus. They have no focus on Christ and we're to be the light bearers, amen. And that's what the power of the Holy Ghost was given for, amen. Thank God that we can have powerful times of worship, powerful times of ministry, and we can be blessed. But friends, it's about where the rubber meets the road. It's about going out into a lost world and being witnesses for Christ this week. Amen. Knowing that we're going into the mission field. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. You will receive power. I believe more than ever, the church in 2021 has got to be a Pentecostal church. Amen. We need the power. You'll never transfer something that you're not emulating in the home and family. Well, Pastor, I want my children to serve God. I want my children. Uh, I want my children to be uh, to love to worship. If they don't see you worshiping, they're not going to love to worship. If they grow up in an environment where where it's not a passion of yours, your passion is what gets translated. And there's an old saying that many times the children will take that passion to the next level. They need to see us worshiping God. 
They need to see this church fire baptized, anointed of the Holy Ghost, full of the Spirit of God. I want my grandchildren to grow up in an atmosphere where the glory of God is falling and the power of God is being seen and people are being touched by the Spirit of God. I yearn for this generation to have an encounter with God. But friends, it's not going to come if we're not pressing in. We've got to press in. Hallelujah. The promise of the fullness of the Spirit was the last thing that Jesus gave to the church before his ascension. And he ascended. I always look forward to Passover, the spring feast, and look, look forward to uh, the, the middle feast in the summer, Pentecost, and, and the celebration of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But do you know all across Europe, all across Europe, Pentecost is a holiday on their calendar. Most any country you go to in Europe, Pentecost is recognized, it's a holiday, but there is no fresh experience of that. And what has happened in America is we've got a lot of Pentecostal people that grew up around the fire and they've, it's been a long time since they've been touched by the fire. What's going to keep you on the straight and narrow? What's going to keep you anointed? What's going to keep you empowered? What's going to keep your, your vision strong for, for, for a lost generation is to stay full of the Holy Ghost and the fire that God wants to bring with the Holy Spirit. I want you to stand right now, and I want us to lift our hands, and I want us to, listen, I believe we need to be fire baptized. Amen. Not natural fire. Not worldly fire, not carnal fire. We need some Holy Ghost fire to fall on the church. Come on, I want you to lift your hands right now. Oh, Lord, send the fire. Send the fire. Send the fire. Lord, let there be a renewal in this hour. Father, take us from our lethargy. Take us from our sleepiness. Take us from our fearfulness in this hour. There's a lost generation that needs to see a church that's on fire for God in this hour ready to move in the things of God. Hallelujah. 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 I want everybody to start praying in the spirit right now. I hadn't planned to do this, but I just feel it in my spirit right now. Come on. You got to let that river flow. That dove is on your life right now. That river is shut up inside of you and needs to be released. Come on. There needs to be a fresh anointing. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, everybody pray in the spirit right now. Every one of us need a fresh touch of the Spirit. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The last promise that I want to talk to you, and I want everybody standing, the worship team can come back. I really believe Jesus is coming soon. I really believe that. I believe that with all my heart. When Jesus ascended, the angels said, as you have seen him go, he's coming back. I believe anyone that has any kind of walk with God, anyone that has a sincere walk with the Lord is sensing something in your spirit that we're getting closer and closer. If you're not sensing that, I would question where you are with Christ. I'm not questioning, I just say you need to question. Because all of the signs are aligning. Everything we see happening in our world, it's pointing. It, we're getting closer and closer. And friends, if Christ is coming, you can't afford to sit by and watch this world go to hell this year. You can't afford to sit by and not do something. To love people. Amen. We're going to preach the good news to people. It's good news. First, I want you to know it's good news. We're going to preach good news to people. If they don't receive the good news, we'll tell them about the bad part. But we're going to preach the good news. Amen. There is a hell to shun, but I'm going to preach Jesus, and I'm going to preach how much God loves them, and I'm going to believe that it's going to transform them. And if they don't receive it, I'm going to tell them the bad news. Jesus is coming soon. I believe in this season there's going to be some things that are going to stir people up. Joel and I and Pastor Jordan were talking in the room between services. And his worldview was amazing. He said, God is using this pandemic. He said, he said there's not one part of our world that hasn't been touched. Not one part of our world that's not, he said, everywhere. He said, in our jungles, we know about the pandemic. We don't have news, and we know. He said, there's not one part of the world that's not being touched. Friends, God is shifting, and God is shaking, and God is allowing some things because people's eyes are starting to open up, and we've got to get serious, and the church has got to be the church this year. Hallelujah. And I believe there's going to be some signs that are going to awaken people. I believe there's going to be some things that God's going to do. He was telling Pastor Jordan and I about, he knows the man and his boy. When Jim Elliott and the other missionaries were speared to death in that Ecuadorian jungle, he knows the man and the boy that found the bodies. Joel personally knows him. And the story is told by the Ecuadorian Indians who killed Jim Elliott and those other missionaries that after they had speared them, the entire beach area, 
they all witnessed a myriad of angels appeared. They all saw this with their natural eye. Angels appeared and they knew they had done wrong. And it pierced their own hearts to the point that when the gospel was preached to them a short time later, all of them gave their life to Christ. Everyone who had committed the murders, the tragedy, every one of them, they saw these angels and they realized, oh God, we've done wrong. And they waited. And one of the wives of one of the missionaries that was killed went back to the jungle and preached the gospel. And those Ecuadorian Indians gave their life to Christ. Every one of them. I believe we're about to enter a season and God is going, there's going to be some signs. There may be some angelic appearances. There may be some things happening. God's going to open the eyes. He's not willing that any should perish. People can stubbornly be in their ways of sin, but I'm telling you, they're going, they're going to be dealing with a God that loves them so much, he's not going to let them stay in their sin. And with every head bowed and every eye closed, every head bowed and every eye closed, everyone online, I want you to examine where you are with Christ tonight. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if tonight Jesus were to come and you know deep down you'd be left behind, I'm talking to you. God has sent me by on this Sunday evening to remind you that God loves you so much. Mom, dad, young person, he's not willing that you spend eternity without him. And he's been trying to get your attention. And if need be, he'll ramp that up. But he loves you and wants you in heaven, not in hell. And with every head bowed and every eye closed, if you know you need to get closer to Christ, if you know you're not where you ought to be with the Lord, I don't want you to just raise your hand if you're not where you ought to be with Christ, I want you to move from where you're standing and come stand at this altar. If you're not where you ought to be, if Jesus were to come tonight and you know you'd be left behind, God bless you for coming. Amen. God bless you. Come on. God bless you. Come on. Thank God for a young person. Maybe you want to bring someone. Maybe you need to reach over and grab someone's hand and say, can I go with you? Come on, every head bowed. From the balcony, the gallery. If you're not where you ought to be, young person, if you're not where you ought to be, you could come home from school one day and mama's gone because the Lord has come. You're not where you ought to be. If, you're not, if you don't know for sure that you're right with God, God bless you, ladies. God bless you. God bless you. There's still some others that need to come. We're going to wait just a moment longer. I'm not going to 
hold this long. But if you're not 100% sure or you know deep in your heart you need a closer walk with Christ, I want everyone that knows they need a closer walk with Christ, I want you to walk this aisle tonight. Come on. Come. 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 You need a closer walk with Christ. The Apostle Paul talked about the besetting sins. Sins that keep us from where we ought to be with Christ. <clears throat> Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, we've probably not sang this song in a long time. Mikey, just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me. I want us to, I want us to sing that song and I want us to realize there's a lost world that needs Christ, a lost world that needs Jesus. And they need to come just as they are. Just as I am without one plea. Listen, if you need to be at this altar, I invite you to come. God bless these young men coming over here to pray. Amen. Hallelujah.
I remember standing on the platform of the Billy Graham crusade in November of 2000. I was privileged to be on the platform with Billy Graham and I watched the altar call each night, four nights, as hundreds and hundreds and even several thousand people received Christ. One of those individuals was a businessman. He had, had held state political offices, elected offices, and he gave his life to Christ. And I was privileged a few I guess it may have been a month or two after the crusade to see that man out in the, just in the activities of business. And he shared with me his story, how he gave his life to Christ. A leading businessman in this city who was not saved, had not lived a Christian life in any form or fashion, but God did a radical transformation. It wasn't long after that 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 man was promoted and went into eternity. And I knew that that man had given his life to Christ. He had told me personally what he had done. And that, listen, this is about heaven. This is about hell. This is about eternity. And we've got family and friends that we want to see in heaven. Amen? Amen. And this church is going to be very missional this year. You're going to hear some things that are out of the box next week that we're getting ready to launch to reach this city and do some things. Because I believe Jesus is coming soon. Amen. And we cannot afford to be a meaningless church in a meaningful hour. Yeah. We're going to take this good news of the gospel from local to global. Amen? Hallelujah. Come on, let's give the Lord praise. Let's give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. 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 Well, we're going to sing another worship song before we're dismissed. And uh, God bless you this week. Be the light of the world. Amen. Because Jesus is living inside of you. Amen. Come on, worship team. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger, God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome and power. Our God, our God, we say, our God is greater, our God is stronger, God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome and power. Darkness into the dark.